Hello, and welcome to Pro's Travel Podcast Series, The View from 30,000 Feet. I'm your host, Aditi Mehta. In this episode, we're doing something a little differently. Pro's recently partnered with Focuswire to host a webinar that had some spectacular responses. The topic was around direct distribution and how IATA's NDC standard is poised to make airlines better retailers. On the webinar, we had a conversation between Mike Sloan, principal of Pro's Travel, and Graham Wareham, who leads NDC and partnerships at ATPCO. The conversation was moderated by Kevin May from Focuswire. I highly recommend listening to the full webinar on Focuswire's website or on pros.com if you're at all interested in direct distribution and the world of airline digital retailing. But for those of you who want the Cliff Notes version, I wanted to provide some key takeaways and food for thought as you consider your airline's distribution strategy. One of the questions Mike and Graham explored was around what constitutes direct distribution. What's the difference between indirect and direct? How has airline distribution evolved? And how does NDC fit into it? Also, Graham touches on how ATPCO is serving airlines in the space. Let's take a listen. So, okay, Mike. So the topic of today's discussion, as we said earlier, is, you know, the next steps in airline retailing, direct distribution. When we talk about airline retailing, it's typically around direct channels, like an airline's website or mobile application. How does direct distribution, would you say, fit into the mold of airline retailing, would you say? Well, I think ultimately airlines have always wanted to to sell more direct. Uh, You know, as I mentioned in my intro, I first worked with Southwest Airlines and you know, it was a pleasure to work with them. And, you know, I thought at the time Airline Direct was just what all airlines did. I think Southwest was close to 100% direct. Uh, it wasn't until I moved uh, to Europe and I learned, you know, that still, I think today, most of the airlines in Europe, maybe if they're lucky, are at, uh, you know, 35% uh, direct or less. Um, I think the the landscape has changed a lot over the last, uh, you know, 10 years with uh, smartphones. Uh, I think the the landscape used to be uh, much uh, simpler in the past. Uh, And now we have a multitude of different places where uh, customers can book um, from OTAs and meta search engines, uh, all the traditional routes. And I, I guess, you know, what really happened was is that uh, IATA and others started talking about opening up uh, the travel industry and they started talking about standardization in terms like NDC. So NDC has been a, a hot topic for, for many people. Um, and I think there's good things and bad things about this. I think NDC is opening up the airline retail channels, which is super important. But I believe that um, you know NDC is only one of the many ways that you can have an airline direct distribution strategy and, um, you know, move beyond that basically. So uh, to me, you know, direct uh, airline retailing and direct distribution sort of go hand in hand for meeting the needs throughout uh, all phases of travel and across uh, the full customer experience. Okay, and Graham, what, what, is, what is ATPCO's role in, you know, enabling airlines to be better retailers? You know, the second part of that, I suppose, is, you know, how do they better manage their distribution channels? Yeah, thanks. Um, I think um, ATPCO has been, you know, around for a very long time, and our role has been providing fares and rules and infrastructure for, for airlines to, uh, to, to produce their products and distribute their products out to the environment. I, I have a bit of a different view than 
than Mike's on indirect versus direct. I think that the the struggle has been around uh, control or ensuring the airline's product is represented accurately. So NDC has enabled, I think, retailing to kind of get supercharged in that there's there's more control of the what what the customer sees and interacts with from the from the airline's products. Um, the airline's able to better represent itself, uh, whether that's through pictures, words, um, or or uh, personalization. I just think NDC is is not a fight to to bypass or to get anyone to come direct that didn't want to. It's really around representing the product as it were, uh, as it was designed, so that the customer can really experience the airline's products um, as the as they should. So Atypico has always been um, involved in in that. Uh, most recently, I think we've we've uh, with our with our merger with Route Happy, we're we're really um, trying to build infrastructure and support um, airlines as they move into the world of retailing. So we have a number of initiatives going on um, at NGS, um, but the Route Happy Rich Content, Dynamic Pricing Working Groups, our original fares and rules and taxes, um, along with our latest NDC Exchange, um, which really helps um, airlines uh, easily connect into the NDC environment. Um, HPCO really supports interoperability and isn't, you know, our, our goal is to facilitate and provide infrastructure so that um, airlines can really represent themselves in the, in the market as they want to. So you hear a lot about NDC and distribution in the industry, but it's only recently that this conversation has transformed into airline retailing, how carriers are building their digital storefronts and designing the digital customer experience. One of the questions Mike touched on was why we've moved into this retailing discussion, what airlines are doing right now, and what are the barriers they are facing? Let's take a listen. I think what we've learned is that in, in order for airlines to really take retailing seriously, uh, whether that be direct or indirect, is that they have to take more control of their digital experience. In the past, airlines have really relied more on legacy IT providers who have you know, provided these hosted sort of uh, less flexible or you know, cookie cutter solutions. And it was, it was really the airline who was putting the hands of the storefront uh, with these, you know, legacy IT carriers. And I think, you know, from talking to most airlines, they've learned that order be- in order to become true retailers, they're the ones that need to build that true storefront. They're the ones that need to control the s- storefront and not just rely on a, a transactional company to, you know, provide them with the retailing opportunity. So, you know, in order to do that, I think a lot of airlines have to, to look at their organizations differently. We've seen many of them start to build their own digital labs. Uh, we've seen them begin to bring uh, creative uh, retailers uh, on staff. We've, we've seen some, you know, experiment, um, you know, with, like I said, building their own labs, building small teams internally and really start to learn what it's like to have a retail shop, not just uh, to be an airline. And so I think they have to go through those steps before they can really start to bring retail to life. They have to have control of their storefront. They have to have control of their content. 
um, so that they can, you know, distribute it consistently and, and really take control of that experience. So it's sort of like, you know, walking before they can run. Uh, and a lot of airlines today, they may have a, obviously a, an IBE, but they don't even have the underlying web services or access to those that they need to do things like NDC. So it's sort of like getting their house in order, reorging, and making sure they're in the right place. Okay, well, we're going to come to a lot of NDC as, as, as we move through this. I mean, I mean, Mike, again, I mean, what, are, what do you say are some of the barriers for transforming into a digital retailer? Because it often seems like there are many of them, or some would argue there are actually very few. What would you say? Well, I think Graham said it earlier. I mean, it's flexibility. So making sure they have flexibility in their technology platforms um, I think many times airlines are uh, internally, they're arranged around, uh, their organizations are actually organized around the, 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 the IT or the tech providers that are providing things to them. So I think internally they have to, you know, reorg uh, in the right way that responds to customers. You know, I've done, I have no idea, 30 plus, maybe 50 Customer journey, app, uh, customer journey mapping um, workshops. I've done countless user testing, customer um, uh, audits and things like that. And typically what you find from, from most airlines is, you know, they're producing a bad user experience. Uh, and that's typically be behind the scenes. They have a siloed approach because they're using a multitude of different technology providers without stitching it together in a way that makes uh, the customer comfortable uh, in a seamless environment. So I think another piece is that airline retailing is a lot different from distribution. And the organizations internally within airlines, I think a lot of times the, the IBE and e-commerce have been people, um, the people managing that are people in charge of, of distribution. But I think if you look at outside and other industries, uh, you, you need to bring people in that understand what retailing means. Uh, and I think you'll slowly begin to, to see change in the industry, which, we're, which we're, already, we're already seeing. I think the other thing, which is a barrier for, for most airlines, is that they're not really looking at uh, the customer throughout the full life cycle. So, you know, retailing is about understanding the customer needs not just from when they've purchased their flight, but from the beginning when a person first has a, an original idea or they're inspired to travel, all the way through their trip, you know, staying with them through that trip, and then at the end of that trip. Throughout that entire customer journey, there's a lot of opportunity to uh, have a, a concierge-type approach to the customer, which you know, makes them feel more comfortable, makes them feel like the airline cares, but ultimately, it opens up the door for the, the airline to sell more to them and meet their needs. Of course, we also had Graham's take on what NDC's role is in airline retailing. His point of view looks at NDC as the enabler for changing the way the industry has been selling products and services without removing the need for airlines to actively build on top of NDC foundations. Let's hear what our expert has to say. Yeah, NDC to me is is foundational. Right? It, it 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 isn't really transformative in and of itself. It's an enabler. So, when when we started back in 2008, 9, 10, around there somewhere, we thought NDC was the end game. That, you know, once we got control of the channel, everything would be great. 
what what it really has done, you know, it, NDC is is quite simple actually. It changes. Airlines have always been in control of the product. It, they just haven't been in, in control of the formation. So they've always set their fares, set their schedule, set their availability, but let, let let a third party build the build the offer. NDC just transforms that so the offer is now built by the airline. They can build the exact same product as they did before and and distribute you know it, it, the the same means just. Uh, what NDC enables now is is much more than the old platform did. Um, having control of the offer or or building what the customer sees is is truly transformative. But th- that's where, as Mike pointed out quite clearly, is is where the airlines now have to start working. Um, they have to think about their product. They have to think about their customer experience. Uh, they have to transform their product and and, and make it more meaningful to customers. Um, NDC doesn't do that for you. NDC just allows you to have the foundation to get there. Um, you know, with with us, um, it, it, NDC is, is is a standard, um, and it, it allows everybody to talk in the same way. Um, but it's, it's done more than that. It's 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 cre- you know it's it's served as a platform for an industry industry wide conversation. Um, on the on the evolution of airline distribution and, and leading to to retailing, we we you know in twenty nine two thousand nine we weren't talking about retailing we were talking about distribution and control and product and stuff like that but with, you know this this new technology um, airlines have far better capabilities um, in, in order to bring their sophisticated retailing strategies to life um, and and ultimately provide better shopping experience for their travelers. We typically talk about how NDC can help airlines in the context of the agent or GDS connection. How is this different from other channels an airline could own? Mike explains how NDC can help airlines go beyond the limitations of traditional GDS distribution and extend the airline brand exposure across its various channels. Well, I think that, you know, you hear a lot of talk, you know, as you said, about the NDC and how that will either offset GDS or modify GDS or, or something like that. But um, I guess the way that I look at it is I go back to the customer journey. And what it comes down to is that customers today expect that, you know, airlines are able to sell them something, you know, anytime, anywhere. If you look at the use of uh, mobile devices, you know, most of the the customers that are using those mobile devices, they're, they're using applications like Facebook or WhatsApp or, you know, communication messaging and social media advice uh, uh, applications on those devices. So it, it's still, you know, interesting to me that, that we've seen, you know, very little action taken there uh, in those different types of channels. So what, what I'm most excited about, it, about NDC um, is that it gives the airline to, to branch out and, you know, create those anytime, anywhere commerce opportunities. So traditionally, it's been either airline.com, maybe it's been uh, on an OTA. But I really think that the airlines do the best um, out of the experiences that they provide the customer. It's, it's their seats, it's their airline. So I think NDC gives them the opportunity to extend their brand, extend the elements uh, that make the airline different and special, whether that be uh, elements about their planes, about their overall experience. And I think NDC allows them to, to spread that content on a, on a consistent basis. Uh, obviously, NDC is you know, being used today for, for travel agents and a lot for B2B. 
but we know of airlines and we're working with airlines who are actually using it on a consumer perspective to build uh, consumer websites using only NDC uh, and not web services from PSS. We closed out the conversation with a discussion around customer experience. A customer journey in travel can consist of over 200 digital touch points. Take a listen at what are the components of a great user experience and how airlines can enhance it even in indirect channels. Who are measuring customer experience, look at net promoter score, you know, and things like that. I think, um, obviously, overall direct uh, retail, uh, revenue, uh, increases of ancillary revenue, increases of third-party revenue, you know, all of those things are important to airlines, and we continue to hear about, the, you know, the importance of ancillary and uh, third-party revenue increases as being successful to an airline. But, you know, I would also say that there, there's other ways to, to look at it. I mean, I think if you're building a, a relationship with a customer, they're going to be starting to download your digital asset. Uh, and we haven't talked about that today, but uh, you know, mobile applications for frequent flyers are one way to indicate if a customer, uh, the customer experience is great with an airline or, and people are starting to actually uh, download and, and use the mobile application of an airline and adopt it because they, they know that they're going to have a closer and a better, more personalized relationship with the airline that way. Um, you know, I, I think when you're we're seeing uh, airline customers uh, go beyond being guests and instead being authenticated, whether that be a loyalty account or accounts or another way that airlines are beginning to, or not beginning, they've been doing it, but are, are starting to really measure that because their, their goal is to, to take these customers that may be indirect customers, you know, and really create them to their direct digital customers in one way or the other to be able to continue to communicate and build a relationship with them, not just on the plane, but, but through their digital devices that they have in their hands constantly. From listening into this conversation, it's really clear what Mike, Graham, and many others are wanting for airlines, greater control of their products and the ability to influence a customer experience regardless of the channel the airline is selling in. It's fascinating to see the industry marching to the same beat. We at Pros will definitely be talking more about airline retail and distribution in the coming months. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, be sure to reach out to me at ameta at pros.com. That's A-M-E-H-T-A at pros.com. Thanks for joining The View from 30,000 Feet. Until next time, this is Aditi Mehta. Special thanks to Focuswire, Graham Warham, and Mike Sloan. This episode was produced and edited by Genevieve Todd.